Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, can you think of a time that your emotions might have influenced your spending? Maybe you bought a cheer-up handbag or a mood-boosting meal. Well, it turns out our emotions can be put to good use and even become a superpower when it comes to our finances. Behavioural economist Phil Slade is here to explain. One of the big differences that I've found in the years that I've worked with industry giants and successful investors and people that are really good at, at managing and building their wealth is that they know how to control the controllables. And more than anything, they know how to control their emotions. We constantly as humans underestimate the impact that our emotions have on our decision making. And if we want to become better decision makers, better investors, better wealth creators, we have to control our emotions. They are controllable. I often talk about emotions like the difference between Cyclops in the X-Men and Superman. Cyclops has the, the laser eyes and he can only control the laser eyes by putting on these really dark sunglasses. And he hates the fact that he's got laser eyes because he then can no longer have close relationships because as soon as he takes the glasses off, he kills the person that's right in front of him or he, he has these mass destructions and he just ruins people's lives because he hasn't learned how to control these things called laser eyes. Now, Superman also has laser eyes. He can cut through things, but he can control it. So he can temper the intensity and the heat, all these sorts of things. So all of a sudden, he doesn't hate the fact that he's got laser eyes. He loves it. In fact, it's one of the, the things that makes him very super powerful, right? And we've got this superpower inside of it. It's called emotion. So it's not just about suppressing emotion. When you suppress emotion, you just ignore it and you can't see it. Suppressing emotion is not the same as controlling or managing your emotion. Managing your emotion is about understanding, about seeing it, and then knowing how to dial it up and dial it down appropriate to the situation that's at hand. That's managing it. That's managing your emotions. By, by managing your emotions, you start to manage how you spend how you look at saving. You start to manage why you're wanting to invest so much in, in a certain type of asset class or, or how, why you're wanting to spend money on a certain thing that's really expensive that you may not need to because it's all emotionally driven. Dial it up and dial it down. This is this whole idea of reactive you know, you can be reactive or you can be responsive. And emotionally intelligent people are more responding to a situation rather than reacting to a situation. There was a great prisoners experiment that happened in the States and they took 27 prisoners and they asked them, you know, of all of the crazy things they did, they might have been robbing a bank and then they lost their head for a moment and killed someone or, or they did something. And they, they, they looked at these moments and many of these prisoners actually said, I know I can see it on the, the video footage, but I can't actually remember it. It's like I completely lost my mind. I was in a totally reactive space. And they said, you know what, how long were you in that reactive space for? And it turns out that across these 27 prisoners, they were reactive for about four minutes and 15 seconds. That's four minutes and 15 seconds, which translated into over 725 years in prison. Four minutes and 15 seconds. 725 years in prison. That's less than 10 seconds reactivity per individual. And this is the lost opportunity. And we think, what's the lost opportunity that's happening within your finances or in your relationships? Simply because you haven't been able to take care of your emotions, 
dial things down and make sure that you're in control of your emotions in any moment rather than your emotions being in control of you. So after the break, we're going to have a look at one of these uh, emotions that often gets in the way and one thing that we can do to help us dial it up and dial it down. All right, so what are some of the things that we can do to help control our emotions, to control the controllables? Well, the first one is to get used to the idea of quitting. And I know that sounds really, really hard because we, you know, if you look at the dictionary of the thesaurus and you think of grit, and this is perseverance and sticking it through and not changing course, but being one-minded and being stubborn and getting there to the end. We have all these great stories of people that bucked the system and won in the end in spite of everyone else. And I should say, you know, the Theosaurus, when you go for quitting, you know, there's all these other sort of negative connotation words. And one of them is actually coward. That's a coward. So we think of of quitting as being a coward. We think of as losing, of being an unintelligent. We didn't have the grit that it took. But it's really important to quit sometimes. You think of those expeditions up to Mount Everest and you climb the mountain. You've spent the thousands and thousands of dollars to get to base camp and you've got all these these uh, these rules that have been set up to go, if the weather does this, if we're too late to this sort of camp, then we have to turn back. But how many people get to the second top camp? They might be an hour late and they go, no, 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 we can push through. And the bodies, are, you know, Mount Everest is littered with the bodies of poor decision-making because they didn't have what we call kill rules. Or if they did have those kill rules, like, you know, if the weather's doing A before we get to camp A, or if we if we're too late, then we need to turn back. In the moment, they've got to listen to those rules that their rational self played. And your ability to listen to your kill rules, your quitting rules, is so important in order, in order for you to not just survive, but to thrive. So set up some kill rules when you're rational. And this can be the same for your relationships. So for investing, you might have a rule for, you know, if it drops below, you know, a certain price that you sell it. Doesn't matter how much you've lost. You know, there's this great thing on Twitter where, well, not a great thing, it was a amusing conversation actually, where somebody says, you know, I bought at 50 uh, this Bitcoin stuff and now it then dropped it to, to 32 and I sold. And somebody else said, What did you do that for? You know, it's gonna go up, you're gonna miss out. You you were like, you've just got to stick in. It's like, well, no, these were my quit rules, you know, and they even had exit rules for what happens if it goes above a certain point, then at that triage, there's a whole lot of other rules that they've already put in place and in motion before so that you don't get caught up in the fear of missing out. The other really important concept to grab hold of is to create a language of emotion. It's not just about saying I'm happy, I'm sad, or, or I'm anxious. Let's take anger, for instance. What's the difference between being agitated and then irritated, and then frustrated, and then fuming, and then furious. All of those words mean something in terms of the arousal level of anger. It's okay to feel angry, but you want to maybe take it to just to, you know, not much past irritated. You know, I to go, you know what, I'm furious right now. How do I dial this down to just being agitated at the thing that I'm furious about? You know, if you're panicking or being overwhelmed, that's a level of anxiety that where you have lost control, you're panicking. And so you need to dial it back to how can I just be concerned about it? It's okay to be concerned about it. In fact, I should be concerned about it. But how do I make sure that I manage that emotion so I dial it back to a level of concern or a level of just worry and not panicking or getting overwhelmed? This is the power of learning an emotion. Switch for Schools has a great emotion wheel, uh, switchforschools.com.au. Get on there, 
download the emotion wheel. It doesn't cost you anything, but it puts that language and that framework in your mind so you're creating the conceptual vessels for you to be able to control the controllables. They're the two big things for today, the power of quitting and creating a language of emotion. So there you have it. Crying over spilt milk can be useful after all. And if you've got a question for any of our experts or you want to share how these small changes are impacting your finances, then drop us an email at smallchange at novapodcast.com.au and I'll see you on Friday for another episode.